This is your emergency broadcast system, announcing the commencement of the annual purge, sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of Class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Welcome to Two True Freaks. It's another five-minute freak that... Oh, well, if there's a drinking game, you could they could drink for every minute. We go past five minutes. So there you oh go. Oh, my God. We'd be killing people left and right if they did that. It's going to be a Hesh-level episode of Two <laughs> True Freaks. Yeah. All right. So I've got with... Well, before I introduce who we got, I'll, I'll, I'll say what we're doing. We're doing the Purge Election Year, the third Purge movie and. A little backstory in the last, like, what, three years ago, two and a half yep. years ago, the first Purge movie came out, and Scott, Scott McGregor, Scott 2.0, who's with us here, and okay. and what's going to be a very confusing show because in addition to Scott McGregor, I've got Scott Gardner, the younger, hello, junior, the fruit of the of the fresher, <laughs> Scott the fresher. <laughs> who has a who has a spider man so I might be calling him S- spider scott and, and yes. 2.0 so I'm it, it, so don't get f- confused guys just keep with us here but in absence of a horrifying yeah, profile just call me the binger you be the purger I'll be the binger and oh, yeah, that'll be god scott. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, we do you stand you next to me it does look like kind of a before and after picture so, binging and purging oh dear god <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> About three years ago, we watched the what went went to see. I I believe we went to the Dollar Theater yeah, to watch yeah. the Purge, and uh, it's kind of on a whim and like, hey, I, I, and out of just a Tuesday general poverty, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it had a had a neat concept, and ended up kind of liking it. There was some really cheesy aspects to it, but in general, it was a good low budget. Hey, you reminded movie. me about the uh, the robot when we were watching the other one. I guess I kind of wiped that from my mind. Apparently, the 80s, I did the not 80s remember the the robot, the remote control <laughs> robot. Yeah, it was straining credibility a little bit, but uh, whatever. You know, I mean, it was it was a throwback to, you know, a John Carpenter film that that takes it it, it took itself seriously, pretty mm-hmm. much, and was just a, a good low budget thriller. So. When the Purge Anarchy came out, we were just like, "Hey, why the hell not? We could do a, another five-minute freak out of it and get some cheeseburgers." Yeah. And uh, that turned out to be a better movie 
especially with the addition of uh, Frank Grillo, who who would have made a kick-ass Punisher and gets to gets to punish a little bit in that movie, mm-hmm. which was sort of like a like Escape from New York light slash punish because he was going out to purge because of his kid dying. He was he it? was going yeah he was going to I think it was like uh, uh, the doctor who fumbled fumbled his kid's surgery or something. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and it was sort of a revenge tale and then like a class warfare tale with you know a bunch of rich folks who gather up poor folks so they can purge in the safety of, of their own little purgatorium and that was I enjoy, enjoyed that a, a lot more than the first one so I was like yeah, alright this this whole purge thing is is going good and it left it wide open for for new purging and wouldn't you know it a year later and, and a small budget after that and we got purged election year coming out just in exploitation film style on an election year and oh, yeah. this time they've kind of fine-tuned it, and so you don't really have the subplot. It's pretty much just like it's sort of like the the election. You got female Bernie <laughs> yeah. Sanders, yeah. right down to the the nice the big glasses. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and she's a survivor of a of a previous purge where her whole family was killed. So she's she's a, on a political you know course to end the purge. On the on and there's a lot of you know talk about the purge being, you know, unduly harsh on the poor, un-American. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, un-American, unconstitutional. Yeah. It's 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 basically basically taking the toll on the poor, sort of culling out poor people in the weak, yeah. and uh, and so and they talk about how they're cutting like social security in in tandem with you know. The casualty counts. Yeah, and helping the yes. the government save all this money because people aren't on welfare. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's just yeah. All you got to cover is the cost. I wonder if you get a government funeral after the purge, or if your family's got to pay for it. That would suck. Should at least get a government funeral. Probably all in the the post purge cleaning, bur- you know, cleaning bill. But anyway, <laughs> in just the the what has become. It's sort of a tone. It's sort, not toned down, but it's sort of a a, a sl- slicked up version, um, leaned up version of the last movie, where you meet the characters and and to a great benefit of it, they bring back Frank Grillo, but now he's the bot- head bodyguard of the woman who's running for president and doing very well. Mm-hmm. But on the eve of the purge. The government just comes out and, and announces, hey, you know what? You're right. It's unfair that government officials are, are exempt from the purge. We're, we're, we're lifting the exemption on federal officials and, and government leaders, which sends, of course, a clear warning sign to Frank Grillo. Yeah. But, of course, uh, you know, the bad guys come for, for, uh, for the, the hero or for the heroine and the, and it's a basically escape from New York. The chase is on and we get to see all different aspects of what's going on with the purge and how our characters we've met in the beginning meet with Grillo and the, the uh, presidential candidate and uh, it actually comes to a similar similar uh, sort of end with, with uh, a battle against 
the 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 rich and the, instead of just a bunch of rich and powerful people, these are like the leaders of the country. The that's yeah, the new founding the new fathers. founding fathers who are staunchly religious, super white, um, just the uh, just the epitome of like evil evil white billionaires yeah. in movies you know they're, think if ted cruz gets elected president uh, yeah they're not even ted yeah. they're all like the older version they're all, they're all just uh, they're all right out of stock 101 but th- this this movie's a little leaner meaner a little more violent and man it's it's very strange when you get uh you know i guess i'm voicing my opinion but when you get a franchise like this that seems to get better as it goes along Rather than oh, the guy, that, the guy that made these, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's going one, in reverse. One guy that's been in control of it, that's uh, James Dimonoco, um, has written and directed all of them, and um, he he must know how to make them dirt cheap because they don't make a particularly large amount of money at the box office. But it's like, you know, good old cheesy '80s horror type. Enough flick, to justify you know? the next yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, it getting better as each movie goes along, I actually hadn't seen the two previous Purge movies before this one. Ah, not that you don't really have to, but that's interesting. That's what I was about to ask, yeah. How much do you have to know? Because um, the first about five minutes into the movie, it's just pumping right along, and you're up up on the plot, and you know everything that's going on, because it, it just throws you into the uh, the election rather than previous events. You could, yeah. you could watch any one of the three movies on its own and it would be self-contained because it's all just it, once once you know the concept of the purge which they make sure to you know very clearly spell it out at the beginning nothing nothing in this movie is subtle <laughs> it does not it doesn't no. it doesn't sneak anything in it, it it pops it right on your nose especially the villain the villains are just big cartoonish mustache you know twisting yeah yeah. Um, you know, uber evil politician Would, <laughs> tropes. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 are they are yeah. I mean, every, everybody in it is is yeah. you know the 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 presidential candidate is is strong and pure, and uh, you know the 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 just regular citizens are all tough and and you know jokey, but they've all got their their histories. It's now Frank Grillo is actually—he's probably the most grounded character in the last two, because I mean he's just kind of playing a straight, you know, mercenary, tough guy type. But he's a but cop mercenary, you know. He's, right, he's got but they could have gone—you know, yeah, they could have gone full like Arnold with him or something if they wananted to. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, have him spewing you know one-liners and shit. I'm glad they, they, they know kinda, better. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's—he's—he's <laughs> he's, he's not very vocal about what he's doing. He just does it effectively (laughs) but he's not uh he's he's not you know a um you know a perfect machine he he's he's not he's he's very it's very john carpenter lighting he's very snake plissken he's you know very it's not very long into the movie once they start getting chased he's limping and in pain you know yeah yeah or he's battling you know physically to get through the whole thing and uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, um, are you planning on watching the other two movies? I might because if this uh, Frank Grillo is uh, Leo Barnes is uh, in 
Is he in both of the last two movies? He's or in the last a... two. Yeah, the, he's not yeah, in the first the movie. First Cersei, the, the first different. one had Cersei, right? From Game yeah, of Ethan Hawke. So, uh-huh. so better, well, not really better caliber, but more known actors in the first one. I mean, um, it's probably just personal preference, but I thought he was the best thing about the movie. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why he's... he came back from the second one. I mean, that was pretty much, he's pretty much reprising his role in the first one. In the first one, he's a little dark. He's a little more. The, f- the first one was almost like, all right, here's a light Punisher movie for you. Because he's yeah. bent on revenge. And, you know, I, I, I won't spoil the ending of it, but he's, you know, he's going to use the purge to get to get revenge. And he's he's on his way to get, you know, his satisfaction when, you know, he encounters people who are just who've been trapped you know when the purge goes off which is the stupidest thing in the world to happen <laughs> well yeah i'd be in my house a few hours before the purge yeah, a few days, my metal, yeah. with my metal <laughs> windows down but yeah. yeah i guess it happens in a big city so you know he has a moral choice of do i help these people or do i go be selfish and kill somebody and yeah. so it's a, it's it's classic but i mean the way that movie unfolds and the way this one unfolds are very similar. They're 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 similar movies. They're both really fun. The first movie is completely different. It's, you know, a, a trapped in the house thriller. With but good, I, I I still think the first one might be my my favorite. Really? Actually, yeah. It, it's a completely different animal, but I just I really like the claustrophobic feel of it, and it was, you know, we both remarked when we saw it that, you know, that was a freaking Carpenter movie. You know, and they're all Carpenter movies, yeah. <laughs> kind of. The, the, the first one, but the first one got you, the first one sort of promised uh, the, the idea of the purge. And it was a real tease at it because you saw what it did to people in it, but you never got out into the purge. You yeah. know, you were always in this house with the purge coming, trying to get into the house. So, so the last two are like, out in the purge and I remember when Anarchy came out we were really excited because we're like oh my god this is gonna be crazy yeah and they it wasn't as crazy as it could have been they they really they they played it back a little bit there was some there's craziness going on but once again they keep it a lot of it really focused into where the story's going yeah he doesn't stuff too much in it uh, the the director writer I mean he had he likes to focus on the weirdness scenes that he's he's giving you you know like that like the girls who wanted their candy in this one yeah um you know just kind of dragged it out but made it nice you know slow motion effects and just some really neat camera work and and uh you know really focus on he, he puts a lot of detail into these weird little vignettes that he, he focuses on and I, yeah yeah less is more definitely. it really does kind of turn most of the characters in this film into caricatures too um to, it picks it little um I guess modern American fears uh, across different social groups. Uh, that entire scene of uh, it's a uh, what do they call it? Uh, murder tourism, where basically yeah. people just come from mm-hmm. other countries. Yeah, that was a nice to participate in the purge and start killing. I don't think that was an anarchy, was it, Chris? I... No, no, that was something yeah. new. And in- yeah, they refer to it as a new this. thing in this, <clears throat> saying uh, what does our country come to and stuff like that in the movie. And all those things just sort of hinted ideas. Like when you, when I started thinking about that, I'm like, ah, I could see some countries being like, hey, if you go over to the United States for the purge, you ain't welcome back, you know? 
Right. And, right. Or, or or if they are or if they do welcome you back, you know, you know, you get to learn a little bit about whatever the world politics are at this particular point in time. I mean, it's definitely set in the future, but not very far. <laughs> no, and, oh, no, I mean, and there's there's tourism niches out there across the world that are even, you know, arguably more horrific than going somewhere to murder somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know? yeah. So this is not science fiction. Yeah, right, no, but I, yeah, I'm sure you could go to some third world country and cut somebody up if you wanted to, or yeah. you can go to whatever, uh, what is it? Like Singapore or whatever, yeah. and go find under. Oh yeah, that's what the uh, character Marco says. That uh, he lived in what was it, some South American country or something, and oh, says that every day out there is like the purge. Yeah. So, yeah. I think you said he lived in Juarez, so Mexico. That's right. Yeah, Juarez, Mexico. So, so, but you know, but the 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 thing about it is, just you the, you could find that sort of thing, but the the difference with the purges. It's government sanctioned. Yeah. Like a holiday, you know. They, yeah. they have they have warnings going off and sirens going off when it, and and wish you a happy purge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before it just starts, you know. And uh I like how it it portrays that it people do purge. They go the, the people who get into doing it kind of go crazy. Yeah. Because they they just drop all pretense or or limitations so you see all sorts of people acting out crazy little things and he's very good at just giving you one or two details to figure out oh this woman just sh- shot her husband because he annoys the hell out of her and yeah it, it's 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 really well done although you know it's not gonna win any oscars for for like dialogue, it's got some of the most cumbersome dialogue in it. Oh yeah, and yet it works, you know. But there's some there's, especially at the beginning when everybody's in that restaurant sort of shit talking. Yeah. Some of it didn't really play right, but I don't know if that's like good writing because as the movie went on, and that could be because they maybe shot it sequentially and the actors got more of a you know camaraderie with each other. But as the movie went on, their interplay and their dialogue with each other seemed more natural, and uh, and less like somebody made up. You know the the way people that work together talk. Well, it's kind of the the cliche of the the old man telling a dirty joke right in the beginning there, and everyone laughing like it's the funniest fucking joke in the world and it just really wasn't. Well, because it's the joke he always <laughs> yeah. tells. Right, right. It's introducing you know. all. It's introducing all the characters in pretty much the most cliched way yeah but it's i and and a lot of times this wouldn't work for a movie and and that it it's not there's no wink or nod about it it takes itself very seriously so it's just sort of like oh god this is some wooden dialogue and there's not really any really bad acting in it some of it's better than the others like the, the woman from the the walking dead basically does exactly what she did in the walking dead except she's more kick-ass on the casting on that i don't think that was who you thought it was i'm pretty sure that's the woman from she was on walking dead how many women look just like have that you know look just like her and the way she the way she would hold a gun out in front of her and so you're thinking it's tasha right yeah it's not it's not Tasha. It's an actress named Betty Gabriel. 
It's definitely not. I'm sticking with it, man. IMDb only lies. I don't care what IMDb or Google (laughs) says. It's the the, the chick from The the Walking Dead. Anybody watching the movie will know what I'm talking about. You'll know what I'm talking about. She was even is wearing this. Uh, maybe they were just like, "You look a lot like the woman from The Walking Dead. Let's uh, put you in a similar outfit, right? And makeup or something." She's a badass. She is a sure. she's a she's a badass, and I like how they like set her up with her history, and she's even got some respect from the thugs. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this that you that's. I guess subtle, but it's only subtle by once you start thinking about what happened. You don't see a lot of what happened, like the whole um, was it Bloods or Crips? Crips. It was yeah, Crips, was... where they're in they're in the van, and the guy gives a Crip whistle, and all of a sudden everybody stops pounding on the side of the van. <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. And you know we we're talking about it in the car on the way the way home, and you know scott was just like yeah i could you know the the crips and the bloods were fighting like you more like gentlemen you know they had a good old gladiator ring you know set up they were they they didn't they weren't like creepy like mm, dexter style serial killer like all the white people are they're like ah come on well now we can go and have a like flat out gang fight and not have to worry about the police interrupting us i think it was kind of almost metaphorical too it's like well these people are are on these crazy streets every day so they're not going to be like purge time comes around they're going to be like right. it's fucking thursday you know and uh, <laughs> you know they don't they, they live with the, the stress of that life every day probably and, right and, right this was a, so like, they don't this try was... to bottle it up all year to to let it out all at once yeah like, yeah they can the they can do. relax during the purge yeah <laughs> they have one less thing to worry about yeah they have other people to worry about but i don't know many people and they get a shot at killing some nazis so yeah you know. yeah yeah, it was just, so, it's just a gift from heaven thrown their way. Yeah. And I, I found the end of this one a lot more like it was like they combined the end of the first one and the second one because there's the whole um, actually all of them have a have a point where um, the characters have to decide against violence where yeah. they go just this yeah. is a this is a cutoff point. No more violence. You know, in this one, it's it's uh, you know um, they they have the chance to kill her political rival, and she doesn't want any part of it. She wants to win fair and square, and uh, and the, every, everybody else is just like, let's just waste this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just suspended the law on himself anyway. Come on, you know. Come yeah, really, it's legal. <laughs> You're just purging. Let <laughs> off some steam. Going back to uh, the Crip scene real quick um, and directorial choices, that was another one where I don't and maybe they just might not have had the budget for it. I don't know, but I thought it was an interesting choice not to go over the top with that, and I, I felt a little creepy about myself on how much I wanted to see them go over the top with that. You want That's the thing is, so he le- <laughs> that's how the that's yeah. how the purge is working. It's always going to leave you wanting more. Yeah, and, and just some context, I mean, they were being chased, they led a bunch of white power enthusiasts, which, way to commit on those costumes and everything, too. Seriously. Um, yeah. <laughs> they had, like, every cliche symbol of, you know, neo-Nazism on, on their uniforms and on their skin. And, I know. And, I, the, 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 head, the, the head neo-Nazi guy, who's really good, he's just steely-eyed. 
But he's not. He's also not over the top. But he's also oh. just deadly efficient. But he. Yeah. But it, they don't portray him as being, you know, without foibles, which I like. But um, he, if if they wanted to just spice that up two notches we were talking if they put Michael Rooker in that is it Michael Rooker right. yeah yeah oh my god that would have been he would have been too much because that's an interesting contrast that the, the antagonist and protagonist are basically the most grounded most realistic characters in the movies so yeah or, right. you know those would be the ones you'd think you'd blow up and make a cartoon yeah, it's it's very much like Escape from New York. You just get yeah. little glances of things, and and it lets your imagination do the rest, and it gives you stuff that's that's an idea, you know. And it's just sort Living of living in the South. That neo-Nazi head guy really is a fear of like a kind of person you could run across. Oh yeah. On accident. Well, you live in Georgia. <laughs> exactly. So that ups, yeah. the, that ups right. your chances. Although you know, I mean, for me to say. You're not going to run into that guy up north here would be ridiculous because you could run into that guy up north. That's true. You know, um, a lot of the guys that have, like, those head tattoos and stuff, they don't get off the compound that often. But, yeah, right. you know, they're not, you might not oh, yeah. bump into them at Rite Aid or, or, what, yeah. or, what, or Piggly Wiggly, but... Most of them are probably ducking warrants. Yeah, because... <laughs> usually if you're, if you're someplace where you're running into them, you, you should not be there. Yeah, right, I imagine. Yeah. I think that's basically the premise of the movie Green Room, which is another one I'm getting ready to check out. Where, yeah. where a band goes to play at a bar, and it turns out it's a neo-Nazi bar, oh, and sure. they end up getting the, you know a fight goes so, something goes on there, and they kill somebody, and the band is witness to it, and the band locks themselves in the green room like, oh shit, we got, and it's and then it's a John Carpenter like fight out. And the head neo-Nazi club owner that they call to come and deal with the situation is Captain Picard. John Luke yeah. Picard, <laughs> who immediately surrenders. It's I, I'm looking forward to seeing Picard as a as I'm hoping Southern accented yeah. white supremacist. <laughs> Should be interesting, but anyway, yeah, I mean. I'm trying to think of some of the other little premises. I liked, uh, I liked that they, the um, was it was it the group of it's uh, it was just before they got captured by the, the the tourism people, but when they were being pursued by the drone. Oh right, yeah. That was very John Carpenter like. Oh yeah. And by that time, the the score is pretty much just like the electronic throbbing. Yeah. like an old John Carpenter movie too and when that drone comes up and it's like got the speaker on it and it's just ranting and raving and it's got the big headlight lamp on it that is a great looking <laughs> yeah. just creepy scene reminded me a bit of like the way they lit Phantasm too mm-hmm. also who who was operating the drone was it the neo-nazi group I, I, or was it just some random I think it was either a random I, I thought it was the, uh, the tourist guy, or it was the tourists were using it to either track and or sort of she, you know shepherd people into their uh, okay. into their little alley there, where they were where they were all set up playing possum. Oh, uh, just uh, before I forget, good to see Bubba from Forrest Gump uh, in a movie again. <laughs> I believe it when when I saw him. 
You gotta play be a store owner there. The store owner that you yeah. he and I Bubba. mean when you say when his character is introduced. I gotta go get Bubba. He's just a. Right. Uh, he's just a. Uh, you get the. I'm too old for this. If it was a war movie, he'd be the guy like, well, yeah. timing out of here in two weeks, going home see the wife and kids. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it's just like as soon as they canceled the insurance on his store, you're like, oh, <laughs> sorry, old man, no. your life ain't gonna get too good from this point on. And I don't know. I mean. Obviously, they're gonna want to do another purge movie, but this one d- does it end with them actually announcing the end of the purge? Yeah, yeah, it did. So, well, they're saying that uh, that uh, uh the senator well, like had won in a landslide victory, and that her number one priority at this point was to wipe out the purge. But there were like purge, you know, uh, supporters who were starting to riot. Yeah, stuff. they kind of set up a sequel scenario okay. because yeah. they're all going. Uh, Throwing out a riot in the street, yeah. pretty much trying to pull off a purge, an unsanctioned purge, right? Well, that could be that could be the fourth movie. She has to she has to reenact the purge because it's cheaper to have it one day a year instead of every day, right? Or, or <laughs> you know that she, you know there's such a lack of like I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully that would be dark. That stuff. would be dark. Saying once you unleash the purge, cool. you cannot take it back. Yeah. <laughs> or set up a scenario like, uh, all right, this is the last purge you're ever gonna get, and. Oh yeah, better make it a good one. It's 48 hours this time, you know, <laughs> instead of 12. We'll see yeah. how much damage we can do. No, spiders. Two days all out. Spider Scott, I gotta ask you this: what, what, what made you want to see this movie? Knowing that it was like the third in a in a series, I actually thought it was the second until I did uh, oh, okay. post watching research because um, I hadn't actually known the Anarchy had come out, um, hadn't seen it publicized, I guess. And um, aside from just wanting to go out with friends and uh, see a movie on what was it? Uh, came out on July first. It was probably like July 2nd, the night of the 2nd. We all just went out, saw a movie, and I thought it was really, really good. I was surprised. I thought it would be a, a little bit more low budget than this, maybe a little bit clunkier, but hey, I thought it played wrong really well. Uh, this Frank Grillo guy, like you said, He's great. he yeah. plays a great Punisher. I would have loved to see him on the Punisher TV show instead of that Shane... Uh, the guy who plays Shane from The Walking Dead. The, the thing with Grillo, though, is I think what happened is he probably should have got that Terminator role like 10 years ago. Because yeah, now right. his face, his face is, don't get me wrong, it's like, he's like those 50-year-old, and I don't even know how old he is, but I mean... He's like 52 or yeah, something. Yeah, I imagine he was just a little yeah. older than, uh, than 2.0 and I. Yeah. But actually, I think that sets him up perfectly. I would love to see this guy in a Max Payne movie. Mm. That would be great. Well, he's yeah, they, they fucked that up by already making one with Marky Mark in the Yeah, but it's not like they can <laughs> if it's not like that one burned up the box office and is yeah. is huge in anybody's memory, you know. I just remembered right. it just cuz you brought it up there. I would never have remembered that they even did that. So Yeah, I'm a little pissed that, you know, Civil War blew him up. Um, as crossbones, because he seems like a kind of character they could actually have like 
plop down on the TV, you know, like the Daredevil show or something. I want to see him... See him go up against the Punisher or something would have been a nice fucking fight. I want to see him as, like, the head <laughs> judge, in, judge in a Judge Dredd movie with... Yeah. That would be... But he's got that face of, like, the Bronson... It's not yeah. like Bronson's face. It's right. more like, um... Ooh, they're supposed to be doing a remake of Death Wish. Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard that, too. And, and it's like... But he's got that, like... I'm old and I've seen some shit and like, you know, his face is starting to hang a little bit, but it's hanging in that like, I'm gonna break both of your arms and then shoot you in the head sort of way. And it's great. He just has that tired, but he's gonna stick through it till the end, you know, like an old Snake Pilskin almost. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I I, I think the, the, the Punisher ship has sailed for him but that doesn't mean you can't make movies around him being a kick-ass action hero now he should i mean he should get some tra traction at least from these these purge movies right well, I, you know he's done two marvel movies that unfortunately they, they felt the need to blow him up but <laughs> <laughs> oh that's well, i don't know he had a building dropped on that's, him that's right. I keep forgetting sure. that. I think it's unlikely that he survived the explosion. Yeah, but. but it's yeah, but that's just like, yeah, but that he 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 was definitely good in that. And even though yeah. he was an evil fuck, yeah, you still kind of liked him. And, yeah, uh, and even he was just kind of a utility guy, but he was you know standard mercenary. You could tell Captain America number... still kind of liked him. Yeah, they still yeah. kind of liked yeah. each other in some way. But that's yeah, he was he was disappointed that the guy turned out to be uh Hydra. Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, I even just realized something. In the elevator, you know, before. The, uh, the crypt scene, going back to that, um, what, I guess the head, the head gang leader comes up and he says, my boy's hurt. Something like that. Um, they don't really do anything else with that, do they? No, he gets, com doesn't he get, like, conveniently shot? Or no, I think they just, like, they just wheel him into the Wheel him the into the ER the, or you know yeah. the the triage and and oh do they okay I, I, I that's I didn't even see that oh I, I I'm realize. I'm just assuming that happened yeah, movies cause... take such shorthands that you don't yeah necessarily yeah, have to see something unless you have to see it you know right he just became he became a possible plot thread that did not develop at all exactly he just yeah yeah they play it up like it's a. Uh, like it's going to be a, a deal that the Crips are going to ambush the uh, neo-Nazis later on, but really, I don't think they even had to set up the deal, seeing as it didn't go anywhere. They could have just said, you know, hey, you want to shoot some neo-Nazis? Yeah. By the way, yeah. there's some white supremacists following us. You might want to be, in, you might be interested. In. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the buildup of that, you're almost expecting. So, are we going to see some neo-Nazis get the shit hacked out of them because right. there's all kinds of axes and swords laying around? So, yeah, it's almost like. Yeah. It's like, oh, where, where's my bloody payoff? And then it's you like, still I'm a get horrible to see, person. You still get to see some Nazis die. Don't you know? Yeah. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry, you guys. You get to see some Nazis get it in this one anyway. Do they ever? Do they ever actually say, "Oh, this is yeah, it's in Washington D.C." That's right, because we see the the lovely graffiti on the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, overall. I, I highly recommend this one, and I imagine we'll be back next year for Purge 4. 
Open so it's apparently the only job this this director gets anymore. So why why not? You know. Well, hey, he does it well. What, what do you <laughs> think? Purge for re-election. So, I don't know. Purge don't for know. vote of no confidence. Cool. Got uh, Frank Grillo coming up on some interesting movies. You know, Wheelman. It's in pre-production. I'm assuming he plays. Yep, a getaway driver okay. for a bank robber. That'll work. Uh, Stephanie. Orphaned young girl with unworldly powers is taken in by a man and woman who claim to be her parents. Alright. I'm down with that. <laughs> Jekyll Island playing Guy Cotton. So not he's so stay he's stay he likes genre movies, it sounds like. Yeah, he's like. staying busy. Yeah, yeah, this one's in the not so distant future. A team of white collar criminals are enlisted by the federal government to thwart a cyber attack that threatens to bankrupt the United States of America. That sounds cheesy. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and the Beyond Skyline, which I hope that Christ isn't it is. It's a freaking sequel to Oh, no, I guess, yeah, it looks like a sequel to Skyline, which was one of the worst movies I've ever what seen. Was Skyline the handheld camera alien invasion movie? No, no, it wasn't handheld, but it was just fucking bad. Was that where they were harvesting brains at the end? Yeah, yeah. That ending was made almost made it worth it for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're farming brains. Yeah, that ending bad. was so off the rails. Yeah, well, I mean, it the guy almost who, made the rest of the like nothing happening in the rest of the movie worth it. It doesn't like the hero get his brain harvested, but somehow his brain manages to take his over the body. Well, or... yeah, but, but, like there's like waves of those like octopusy sort of um, matrixy yeah. aliens that come and just like grab up humans and kill the humans, or grab them up and take them away, and then another wave will come. And it's basically just like people hiding in an apartment building and and their tensions, and but then at the end the hero gets gets grabbed by one of the things and they just take it back and they pluck his brain out and toss it into a big pile of brains, <laughs> yeah. and then they plop it into another one of those tentacly machines and send it out to harvest more humans. Yeah. But he's well, his, like his somehow his brain like the power source. Yeah. His brain somehow is still knows who he is. So and they leave it open to some sort of sequel. So that movie could be off the rails. <laughs> that movie really? that that movie doesn't have the same it can't do the same thing the first movie did and be all obtuse and and what's going on until the very end. Now you know exactly what's going on. So it's got to play with that. So it might be a little more crazy. I don't so know. I might be in like for Skyline too. I guess it's got to be. I mean, it's actually not saying specifically that it's a sequel but I think it's gotta be but it says uh, a tough as nails detective which I'm assuming sure. is gonna be Grillo um, embarks on a relentless pursuit to free his son from a nightmarish alien warship yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe they can cash in those sacks. well checks. maybe they can um, incorporate Cloverfield into it somehow <laughs> tie it into to Cloverfield <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, you guys, I, I'm assuming you, get, you guys give it thumbs up. Yeah, definitely. I've enjoyed this series and I've enjoyed picking it apart because there's just, for what is essentially unintentionally made B movies, the, there's a lot of layers to these things. And it's yeah. Fun. Uh, you know, or maybe we just have that much time on our hands to make up layers. I don't know which is 
is the case. But <laughs> and my my advice to people who are going to start at the first movie and work forward is that um, all the parts that you find really cheesy, those are the parts that they figure out <laughs> to avoid. Yeah, after yeah they, I think they tried to go a little Spielberg with the whole robot thing in the first one, and that, that was not. It the was best almost part more Wes Craven <laughs> level. Yeah. What is it, chopping wall or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, or something. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. That that sort of level of like, here's my toy <laughs> robot, and listen, I can make it. It's hey, <laughs> freeze, sucker. You know that sort of. Yeah. Almost that level of cuteness and cheesiness mixed together inappropriately. It, in the climax, bloodiest part of the movie. All of a sudden, there's a the the here comes you know it's like the dog coming to save the day sort of scene. Right. It's weird, yeah. But once you get over that, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty nice little grind grindhousey, um, drive-in throwback sort of series. And so if you if you like that, if you're a fan of John Carpenter movies, kind of wish Cersei had, had continued on with the series somehow, but she went and got herself all. Spectacle and all that stuff playing, yeah. you know, real TV yeah. show. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think we spent an appropriate amount of time with that family in the Purge one. Yeah. yeah. She was such a badass, Sarah Connor, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I miss, I miss that series. I miss that series. All right. So Purge, go vote for it. Got- vote often and. and- Well, that's something I forgot to mention, and that's the testament of these movies. And they don't make a lot of money, but they keep coming back. And The Purge is now, even for people who haven't seen the movie, they know what The Purge is. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's gone into the the public domain, and and people use it when they're having political conversation. What's going to be next? The Purge, you know? Now some of our streets are looking like it more and more. If political candidate A or political candidate B become president, we're going to have the purge. It's it's yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 tune into the, the conventions now. this year, kids. Huh? <laughs> oh boy. Tune into the conventions this year. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be an interesting. The time. purge convention. Yeah. <laughs> it might be like the purge coup. Or they, well, they should have maybe led with that. With the purge, the primaries. The purge the, the primaries. <laughs> Purge the debates. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe after 2016, people will be sick of the purge. But 2017, they'll be ready for the next movie. And it seems that the, the last one came out on the Fourth of July too, didn't it? Like around the Fourth of July. Yep, Fourth of oh, July yeah, weekend. I think you're right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Clever boy. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Just like when are we gonna release the Friday the Thirteenth movies? <laughs> yeah. Easter, Easter sounds good. All right, boys, we've flown past five minutes, and now yeah. everybody's really trashed. <laughs> Forty-five minutes trashed. Yeah, yeah. they're they're like laying out in the hotel room or laying out in the hotel hallway with a bottle of ketchup. They're back purging whatever they ate. The night <laughs> purging, yeah. <laughs> purging the leftover room service that they ate off people's doorsteps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, guys. Mister, Mister, my mom just shot my father because she doesn't like his face anymore. <laughs> Go away, kid. I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of... Two True Freaks. Two True Freaks has been brought to you today by Damanzo Corps of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U.